Hey, my name is Jason. I'm the producer of Relationship Radio. I wanted to let you know that we have a brand new website solely dedicated to working on your pies. Introducing itstartswithattraction.com. You can listen to every episode, learn about the pies, and sign up for our weekly newsletter. Go to itstartswithattraction.com. It starts with attraction, one word. It starts with attraction.com to get signed up today. How do people fall in love? And maybe just as importantly, how do people fall out of love? Well, it's not magic, but there is a secret to it. And we want to tell you about that secret in this episode of Relationship Radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Joe Beam, along with Kimberly Holmes, our CEO. So, Kimberly, when people talk about falling in and out of love, I remember doing a workshop in Corona, California, many years ago, where that when a particular lady who was in the workshop, she was an architect. When I explained the process of how people fall in love and out of love, she actually began to weep, and I asked her what I had done to offend her. And she said, I thought what I had with my lover, she was there with her husband, I thought what I had with my lover was something magic and special. And you just taught me that basically it's like architecture. If you do certain things, certain things occur. And it shocked her to her core. Yeah. And that's part of what makes what we've done in our research and our experience with couples unique is we realize that there is a process that people can follow, that if they follow it, they will fall in love. But if they stop following that process, then they can fall out of love, even if they don't mean to. And that's where many married couples end up. They stop following that process somewhere along the line after a couple of years Mm -hmm. or more of marriage and wake up one day and say, I don't feel in love with this person anymore, Mm -hmm. but we can teach you how to fall back in love. As a matter of fact, I see these programs advertised on television, like married at first sight and things like that. Never seen Mm -hmm. it. I've just seen the title. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking they're talking to the wrong people Mm -hmm. because we can actually show them the process that any two people if they both follow the process, will fall in love with each other, whether they want to or not. But mm-hmm. as we learn the process, if they start doing it backwards, which you're talking about a minute ago, then they fall out of love. And most people never understood the process that went through to get in love. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they don't understand what they're doing in the process to fall out of love. Right. So first, let's just define love very quickly. Yeah. Let's define love scientifically, right? Because I think if we were to define it or try to define it based on what people feel, then people would say, if we were to do like the Jay Leno thing where you go on the streets of New York City and say, (laughs) what does it mean to be in love? I think a lot of people would say it feels like the butterflies in your stomach. It feels like wanting to be with the other person. It feels like deep trust. But if we look at the scientific words used to describe love, according to the research, it's really three components. It is intimacy, which is a deep friendship, a deep want, a deep uh, vulnerability and, and into me see with mm-hmm. each other. So openness, transparency, openness, trust. Fr- yeah, mm-hmm. like being with your best friend. And then there's passion, which is the second component, which is a yearning for oneness. Mm-hmm. Could be sexual, but doesn't have to be. Right. And the third one is commitment. And commitment is the decision to continue doing what's best for the relationship. Mm -hmm. A decision that you will definitely do that. Mm -hmm. Now, those things do result in emotions. Mm -hmm. If you had just one of them, like just commitment, you might not have much emotion. But if you do the three of those, you've got a kind of love that's referred to as consummate love, which has both intimacy and uh, 
trust and transparency in that kind of intimacy and commitment and passion. So if people fall in love with another person, the first thing that has to happen is they have to have some kind of contact with that person. That would help. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it used to be, it had to be face to face, but now Mm -hmm. we have electronics and the media and the internet. Mm -hmm. And so now you can actually fall in love with a person that you have never seen but it's still all part of the same first step mm-hmm. because of the fact that the first step we call attraction is not just about appearance. Mm-hmm. There are four factors, correct? Yeah, there's four factors. So there is the physical factor, which is more of the appearance factor. But then there's an intellectual factor. And this one has to do with, is this someone that I can understand, that we communicate well, that we have a similar shared desire of things to talk about an interest in life? And that's probably where a lot of people when they meet online without seeing the other person, that's what they are being attracted to at first. They're attracted to the intellect of the other person. Mm-hmm. They can talk about something and both feel that they're understanding each other and being understood. Mm-hmm. But then what happens after that is still part of this. Mm, emotional attraction. So we've done physical, intellectual, now it's emotional attraction. And this is about evoking emotions within the other person that they enjoy feeling. And this one is really key, especially for a long-term relationship, because if you don't have that that evoking, if you don't like the way you feel when you're around someone else, you're Mm -hmm. not going to want to be around them for very long. That's correct. So this one is all about are you paying attention to me, opening the doors, so to say, um, you know, sending flowers, doing some of those nicer things, treating me in a way where I really feel respected? Mm-hmm. And that can vary person by person. Mm. Like you would think maybe, well, do all women want flowers? No, some of them actually want a shotgun to go hunting with. Mm-hmm. So it has to do with what's important to that person. And so, so far we've talked about physical, that starts with a P, intellectual, that starts with an I, emotional, which starts with an E. And like, and like we've been saying, both of those two things, the intellectual and emotional appeal, can happen without ever knowing what the other person looks like. And if you're thinking, well, they're in trouble when they finally see each other physically, not necessarily the case. We'll talk about this last one, and I'll come back and talk about trade-offs. So the last one is? Spiritual attraction. We tend to look and are attracted to people who we believe have a similar beliefs, a similar set of beliefs and values as we do, or a greater than, a better set of beliefs and values than we do. Okay. And so we call those the pies, physical, intellectual, emotional, and spiritual. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be attracted to another person in at least one of those ways, if not all four. You might say, well, if I run into this beautiful, gorgeous woman and and she's a 10 on the P, the physical, then maybe I won't even notice the others to begin with. To begin with, maybe not. You see, physical attraction is most important in short-term relationships. When people are looking for long-term relationships, the one that's most important is the E, the emotion. So let's say now one person's being attracted to another person. We know just from history and from life, our own lives, that just because of the fact that I find myself attracted to a person does not mean that person is going to be attracted to me. And so the attraction is the first part of it. That's what sets it up. But really what makes it into a relationship? Yeah, it's moving into that second stage of the love path, which is what we call, I don't know if we mentioned it, our process that we use for how people fall in love is called the love path. And it is trademarked, so, <laughs> just so you know. But that first step, if it's, it's if it's attraction, which it is, then the second one they go, go into is acceptance. And that one basically asks the question, with everything I know about this person, can I accept them for who they are without trying to change them? Which... 
You know, there was a, always a joke when I was growing up that men marry women thinking they will never change mm-hmm. and women marry men thinking they definitely will change. That's right. And so in that old humor, it was like men will marry women thinking they'll never age another day and those kinds of things. But women say, I see his flaws, but that's okay because I'm going to correct those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So acceptance is not based on the fact that I'm going to form you into whatever shape I want you to be. It's based on the fact that I can accept you as you are, Mm -hmm. which is difficult because of the fact that you're flawed, just Mm -hmm. like I'm flawed. Mm -hmm. It is difficult. And and that's why this stage can be, well, let me say it this way. I believe when people are dating, they, when they come to this stage, there's a lot of things they still don't know about the other person because they've seen the best of the other person on the first couple of dates. And Mm -hmm. so what they're accepting about that person is pretty easy to accept. Mm -hmm. But it's as you go deeper into the relationship, and especially after you get married, because you don't know everything about a person just because you say, I do. You find out way more, and more life circumstances happen as you get married, to where you really begin to to be challenged with, can I accept and do I continue to accept this person as they are? And that's why people can begin to fall out of love. One of many reasons on our path, but this one I think is one of the first ones we come up to, which is we begin to really question, do I accept that? And we begin to act like we don't. And that is what begins to degrade the strength of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So the attraction should lead to acceptance. And mm-hmm. acceptance means I can accept you as you are. I may not be happy with everything about you. I may not endorse everything you think, believe, or do. I may not encourage it, but I can accept that that's who you are. Mm-hmm. So let's think about some celebrities. I saw a photo the other day of when they first married, and now their marriage, many, many years later, he is a major star not going to mention his name. People will figure it out. And and his wife was absolutely stunningly physically pretty when they married. Now, they've been married many, many years. He's still a major international star, but his wife has become quite a bit larger than she was before. And so when people think, well, it's the physical that keeps a marriage together, it definitely has a part, have a play. But he loves her deeply, even though she is not the same shape Mm -hmm. she was when she was young and they first married. And Mm -hmm. the people say, well, wow, you know, in Hollywood, that doesn't sound like them. It seems like they split up for anything. Why is this guy still with his wife when she's not in the same kind of shape she used to be? It will be because of the fact that the intellectual attraction and or emotional attraction and or spiritual attraction, either one, two or all three of those are so strong. Mm-hmm. that it actually is more important to him than the physical attraction. Mm-hmm. Not saying the physical goes away, but mm-hmm. when the others are more important, and that's why you can still be madly in love with each other when you're 90 years old and you're hobbling around on your canes, mm-hmm. unless, of course, you're a politician and then you get to get elected to office. So <laughs> we look at this and say, hmm, how many times have we heard about Hollywood celebrities who were married to very famous and very attractive people who end up having affairs would say they're maid or they're nanny. Mm-hmm. And when you see a picture of the maid or the nanny, then you start saying physically, there's no comparison. Mm-hmm. The, the wife is gorgeous physically and all those kinds of things. So why would this man wind up losing his marriage and, and other things that go with that because of being involved with this woman who physically can't compete with his bride? It would be because of the fact that there may not be a very strong emotional connection with the wife Mm -hmm. or 
intellectual or even spiritual. And when those things are missing, it leaves a vacuum. It leaves a hole in us because we're made to be fulfilled physically, intellectually, emotionally, spiritually. Another way to say that would be body, mind, heart, and soul. And when that's not there, we become susceptible to having that relationship with other people because of the emptiness we feel. Mm-hmm. So you may look wonderful in public. So if we talk about how people fall in love, they go through attraction into acceptance. Mm-hmm. There are two more steps. We don't have time for that. And how do they fall out of love? Almost always what goes first is the acceptance. Yeah. So why does it change? Why does the acceptance change? Mm-hmm. Well, it, I, don't, I really don't even think it's rocket science, and we've, it's part of what we've already covered, because we stop after being married or with someone for a period of time. You get habituated. You get used to each other, and you begin to realize the things about them that aren't quite what you wish that they would be. The things they did that maybe you thought were really sweet and quirky when you were dating now annoy the utter crap out of you. <laughs> And so it's those things that you try to get the other person to change. And you may not even think you're consciously doing it, but it's the little snide remarks. It's just the way you say, why are you wearing that again? Why do you choose those kinds of clothes? Do you Have you ever thought about eating different or working out? It's the little jabs that over time begin to make the other person feel like, I don't know that you fully love me as I am. It feels like you're wanting me to change. Or it might not be so covert. It might be very overt Mm -hmm. in telling the other person that they need to do something different in order for you to be happy with them. And when that happens, it takes the safety and security out of the relationship Mm -hmm. because all of a sudden you don't love me unconditionally. You love me conditionally. And Mm -hmm. that doesn't make me feel warm and fuzzy. It Mm -hmm. makes me feel scared Mm-hmm. of what the future is going to be. All of that's exactly true, but here's something to remember about that. Accepting the person as he or she is when you first marry them, understand that each of you over time will change. Mm-hmm. Now, you may change dramatically based on circumstances and situations. You may just have minor changes, but the acceptance that you had for each other at the outset will not be the same level of acceptance you have for each other at the 10-year mark or 20 years or 30 years. Because the acceptance thing is not just a once and for all. You have to continue to know each other, learn each other, and continue to accept each other even when life moves you in different directions. So, Kimberly, wouldn't that be hard to do? Like, what if some of the changes that occur in my spouse are changes that I didn't sign up for? Mm -hmm. Should I still accept him or her anyway? Yeah. Yeah, that is a hard one. Like, what if you marry someone and then they become an alcoholic? And then they began drinking all night and not coming home for a couple of days on end. You didn't sign up for that. And it's not a behavior that you should necessarily accept, but we're not talking about accepting the behavior. We're talking about accepting the person. There you go. Can you view the two things differently enough to say, I love and accept you for who you are, Mm -hmm. but also love you enough to realize that this is a behavior that's going to hurt you and is going to hurt the people that you love. Mm-hmm. And that's a it's a hard road to navigate, especially mm-hmm. in a situation like that, because, again, you can't control them out of these behaviors. Mm-hmm. So how do you deal with a situation like that? So continuing to grow in love means you always take care of the physical, intellectual, emotional, spiritual, as long as you live. But at the same time, 
It means that you continue to try to grow together. And if one of you chooses a path that the other person just cannot accept, that's when you're going to hit a major crisis. And it will become then, how do you deal with that? Well, we don't have time in this particular episode, but we can help you go through that if you're thinking, boy, this all sounds Pollyannish, you know, like everybody can do this. Yes, you can, but sometimes you do have to put your foot down. But that's a topic for a little another, well, a little bit later down the road. Yes, and many of these can be difficult circumstances. And like you said, probably something that we've, I know it's definitely something we've covered in past episodes, so people should listen to, but probably mm-hmm. something we'll cover again in future episodes. And it's many of the things that the people inside of our membership that we offer struggle with as well, which mm-hmm. is why we've made that community with the content that, that goes through teaching people, how do you fall in love? How do you become your best self? And it's really helping people know how to better navigate those circumstances mm-hmm. inside of our save membership. Okay. So we'll talk more about this, particularly what we just started into. Like, as we go through life and people change, my spouse changes, I change. And, and sometimes we wind up doing things that I find unacceptable. How do we still accept? How do we still grow in love? And let's just choose the biggest one of those we run into. What if my spouse cheated or is cheating on me? We'll talk about that in the very next episode of Relationship Radio.